What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Set. I am back here with a new edition. Um, so it's been a minute since I've actually put out a new episode, um, um, a new, 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 new episode. And so if you are listening to the podcast, if you're watching it, excuse me, not watching it, if you're listening to it, if you're subscribing to it, I definitely appreciate you all walking, rocking with me. I definitely appreciate you all listening. I appreciate you all with your feedback, with your comments, whether it be um, to me in person or whether it be, you know, even online along that line, along those avenues. I definitely do not take it for granted. I just want to say thank you to all of you who are subscribing. If you're sharing and listening, everything else, I thoroughly do appreciate it. Moving forward, there's something that kind of popped up recently, and I've noticed this a lot lately, especially in maybe the last two or three months or so. And I think I'm going to actually pop this off with the with what's happened recently wasn't really going viral. A British Jamaican model by the name of Naomi Anderson has gone viral for sharing her video during Fashion Week about the fact of how the hair and makeup team basically did her hair and how they really did not honestly know how to quote unquote do her hair. And the conversation around these things are actually going viral about black women, black hair, the Crown Act, etc., etc., etc. For those of you who do not know about the Crown Act, it is actually an act being passed. It was passed in California first. It's already gone to the Senate and to the Congress and to the Senate, and we know it got blocked there. Enough said. But basically, the Crown Act would basically protect people who have specifically people specifically people who have different hairstyles and saying that they cannot discriminate against them against their hairstyles whether they be afro whether they be brave whether they be locks whether they be freeform whether they be whatever it is they can no longer discriminate against them based upon their hair now why we have to have that that's a deeper conversation but we're going to get back to the reason why we are here currently and I thought about this specifically, especially working in this industry with hair makeup artists and hairstylists and models of all the different hair textures. And I do find it often rather interesting that every time you specifically have someone who is of another ethnicity or another culture, it's like, oh my God, what do we do with their hair? And then I, I want to say as I look at it because of the fact that it's like you do her hair. It's not difficult. But then there comes the question of how often, and this is made into my makeup and hairstylist, please do not be offended. Um, if you do do good work, this is not towards you. But if you feel challenged in this particular way, possibly hit. Before you get angry, please sit down and rethink exactly what it is that I'm saying. Please sit down and rethink about what it is I'm actually trying to say and what actually I'm challenging you on. With that being said, the question becomes how often do hairstylists specifically, even makeup artists, HMUAs specifically, how often are you continuously training your skills so this way you can deal with all textures of hair? Not all, and not just, you know, black hair, but we, I even know that even more European textures, some are super, super fine. You can't put extreme heat on it. Some, you know, may come a little bit more of a wavy, some are curly. It just depends upon the texture of the hair. And not every hair can be treated exactly the same. You know, but I think especially because of black hair, specifically and how it grows out of the head of the model or whoever it honestly is, it is on set, it must be treated very well differently. And I think even some models may even have caveats in their content where they can't do perms or relaxers. So then, what do you do then? You know, do you do can can you do a blowout on set? You know, I mean, can you actually? Do those type of things, but the question still becomes is why is it we keep coming back to this exact same conversation time and time and time and time again? 
why is it that we keep coming back to the same conversation about hair what it means it is so much that we don't talk about but yet it becomes a prominent conversation especially regarding in the creative field because hair can do so many things for a look it can elevate it it can make it look crazy it can make it it can make the look stand out it can make the shoot literally just go from zero to 100 on top of the wardrobe like there's so much that hair can literally do you can make it bigger make it smaller make it sleek make it sexy make it slick back you can do so many things to it. you can make wigs i mean the, the amount of what you can do to hair is amazing so my question becomes, we keep coming back to this thing about makeup artists and HMUA specifically not knowing how to handle other textures of hair besides that they're, they're used to familiar that they used to are familiar with. And we have to ask the question of why. In this ever-growing landscape, in this ever-specifically inclusive landscape of hair, of hair textures, of hair different styles, why is it that when it comes to what appears always to be a African American or at least a black facing model? that the hair is always like oh we don't know what to do with it or there's always the the um the statement of you look so beautiful naturally we're gonna just leave you as you are and it's like but you spent two hours on this little girl over here you spent getting her, her face is beat her hair is slayed and how is it that she can't i can't get the same treatment as she obviously does and there are several models that i'll probably tell you the exact same thing or it's always a question of well you may be having any type of wigs you know, do you have any possibly other types of hair in your disposal? Maybe she doesn't. And I think we have to constantly ask this question about honing better skills. You know, making sure our skills honestly are are, are, are nice enough to and up to up to par. You know, makeup artists consistently have to learn new techniques, learn what's going on. Why is it that it seems to be that with either hairstylists that are basically booked for these particular shows, not all, mind you. That it seems when it comes to black hair specifically or other textured hair besides that of that, you know, more of the, excuse me, that is more cleaner, more, um, more fine or more straight naturally. There's always this issue of what do we possibly do to it? Now you saw that girl's comp card. Let's facts. You, you saw that girl's comp card. You knew what her hair could be. You knew because normally, especially with black models specifically, she's going to get a variation of different hair. You're gonna see her hair possibly sometimes natural. You may see it in a wave. You may see it short. You may even see it fully bone straight, just so other clients can see what her hair can do. But I've noticed that they don't do that specifically with other textures of hair. And that makes me kind of raise an eyebrow because it's like, well, why does that have to happen with most of your African-American and black models? Why does she have to show her hair in a multiple different ways? Is it just because of the fact that we have hair discrimination? Or is it just you wanna show the versatility? But yet, I don't see that with other models as well. Just a thought. But the question still comes is, why does this keep happening? What is it about the industry that keeps pushing the narrative that we don't know what to do or we're going to leave you as is, not truly knowing that, no, her hair can be taken care of. And so my challenge and my thought process is to uh, hairstylists specifically who are not as familiar, try to get more familiar. It's not a, it's, it's there's nothing wrong with saying I don't know or I'm not as familiar. Let me try. There are certain things as a stylist, I go through the same thing. I'm not as familiar with it, but I'm challenged to learn more about it. And I would also say this as well to my other fellow, especially African American or black MUAs or black MUAs, that you can do both even better. I would also suggest to you all specifically becoming more signed. 
getting signed to actual other agencies. And I know that is easier said than done. But if you're listening out there to me, I would say try. You don't really ever know what could happen if you just don't try. A lot of times the agencies don't have you because you haven't actually gone out to go get them. You haven't said, let me go try to go get signed. Oftentimes, I think in the black community specifically, we don't think about agencies because it's such an unfor- it's such an unknown world to us. Let me get signed to an agency. What is that about? Yet some of your biggest hairstylists in the world who do your celebrities, they are signed to actual agencies that represent just hair and makeup artists, period. They're out there and they do amazing and great work. So I challenge, especially specifically unsigned black unsign anybody who is not actually with an agency and actually is really good at slaying hair period go get signed to an agency because of the fact that we talk about representation all the time you you can't show up into those rooms you can't show up into those runway shows you can't show up into those photo shoots because of the fact that you're not signed to an agency and most people business-wise specifically want to book you but they just don't know that they can because they don't know you exist because sometimes they're gonna go by agency rosters and that's just unfortunately the business of the business but if you work if you're signed imagine the opportunities possibly that are living at your feet not just for, for bigger brands imagine working for nike imagine working you know for um again for target imagine working you know for um for steve madden i'm throwing out these things because anybody with advertisements they're going to need hair makeup artists period that's just facts. So why not and say, so, hmm, can you do this type of hair? If I want to bring on the specific model, especially now that we are getting into the influencer range. And a lot of influencers are going to need people. They may bring their own team in there. But why not have somebody that knows how to work, that knows how to work with black hair, Latino hair, curly hair, wavy hair, curly texture, different textures of hair. Because what people don't also know as well, a person could have multiple textures in their hair. Shocker, right? But and so you need to know some ask somebody that actually knows how to work through different textures of hair. And so I encourage all of my makeup artists, and I've even encouraged all the makeup artists, all of my hairstylists, all of my people who do both specifically, if you're not signed and you know you can do better than this, we need you in these places. We need you in these rooms. We need you in these spaces. Just because of the fact that there's a there's a space that, that has not been filled. And this is no no hit to those that are already there. But there's enough to eat around. And the fact of the matter is we have to get to the point where this is getting old and getting tired. Is that we have to get to the point to where this is unacceptable in our industry. To where we are constantly neglecting the people of color in the room. Just because of the fact that we just don't know what to do. But there are plenty of people who actually do know what to do. They're just not being seen because they're not in those rooms. And they're not in the rooms because someone has told them you can't. Or maybe they believe that they don't know how to. And I'm saying it's as easy as getting your portfolio together calling up and saying hey let's go do this and that is a very simplistic way of doing it but yes and you may get told no you try another agency you may get told no you try another runway show but i suggest that my encouragement still is to try because the fact that we need you in these rooms we need you in the spaces so you can fill up the rooms we need you in those in, in those places because so this way these models on the front way collection can say i see somebody that knows how to do my hair who's gonna who's gonna do slay these edges the ladies hold down i need somebody in this room I, I can oh okay my face is gonna be beat she may have my actual shade she's gonna have he's gonna have the right foundation for me i'm not gonna have to worry about 
making sure is it too light is it not is it not is it not for me this and the third because they're gonna see you in the room and there are so many other more conversations beyond this but this is just my encouragement to all hairstylists and makeup artists let us all do better let us be more aware let us encourage each other and, and be honest about the fact that maybe we're scared because we're not familiar with it and that's okay but if we're going onto these shows, we're doing these filming collections, if we're going onto these photo shoots, into these jobs, not truly knowing, we have to do better. And I just encourage everybody just to let's hold each other accountable. But at the end of the day, let's make sure that these stories stop happening. Let's make sure that these videos stop going viral and let them be as inclusive as we honestly are trying to be in this industry. As much as we are the most exclusive, inclusive industry in the world, Let's make sure that we're being seen in all different facets, not just in, quote-unquote, the black markets, but in the corporate spaces as well. But that's all I got to say about this about this particular topic right now, y'all. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I hope I didn't step on nobody's toes completely, but this was something that was on my heart because I see it a lot of times, and you, I see it a lot of times, and I, I hear about it a lot of times as well, and I don't think that we, I think we can do better. That's where I stand. I think we can honestly do better. But anywho, thank you all for listening and see y'all in the next episode. Laters. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Beyond the Set. Please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to my podcast. You can follow me at Beyond the Set Podcast on Instagram or on my personal styling page at Edify Style. That is E-D-I-F-Y-S-T-Y-L-E. Or we are changing the world one personal style at a time. If you have any questions, possible topics, or maybe you're a fellow creative and want to be on the podcast, please email me at beyondthesetpodcast at gmail.com. And I will see you all in the next episode. Laters.